check one two one check, two check 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 I hear you check. you hear me I hear you oh we're, I we're, hear you we're on we're on I believe yes we're on we're, we're live on. we're live well we're live yes we're live well, we should get started then we're we're live yes okay let's okay. do all okay. right <clears throat> silly Kevin tricks are for kids I follow my Jeremy wherever it goes they're after me Kevin charms two scoops of Jeremy. Snap, crackle, Kevin. There, Jeremy. And that's a wrap. Yeah, so they wanted, right? Uh, well, they told us to just be cereal. Yeah, I think, I think that works all right. Yeah. Because, uh, the, yeah, they're cereal, right? Yeah. It's popular. Or it was popular. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's Canada. Cereal's very popular. Yeah, yeah. You don't think they were referring to the podcast, right? Nah. Good evening, Jeremy. Good evening, Kevin. Oh, <laughs> all right. It's Spooktober. It is Spooktober. It is the spooky time. That's right. Yeah. And we don't have a spooky topic, so instead <laughs> I have to speak spookily, Kevin. I mean, we gave, we, we, we gave up on spook the entire... I mean, sometimes we do the entire month. It depends on what we feel like. That's right. Okay. All right. Gonna, you gonna keep this up the entire time? Perhaps I will, Kevin. Perhaps I will. I'm not gonna tell you you can't. I'm not gonna tell you can. I'm gonna let you be you. That's what we talked about in therapy. That's right. And Kevin, I found something ridiculous to share with you. <laughs> okay. It's not this. Something it's not else. this, Kevin. Something else. That's right. I recently downloaded a D&D phone game. Oh, okay. Yes, and in that phone game, you can choose to turn on a soundtrack. <laughs> okay. The soundtrack, Kevin, is real music with lyrics written by people. There's a song for the greatest dwarven king of them all. Oh, okay, so like, <laughs> related to what's going on. Yes. All right. But in a popular style. <laughs> Some sort of pop music. That's right. All right. All right. This sounds frightening. Is Are they good? Surprisingly catchy. <laughs> uh, that is not a full answer to the question, but pretty it's, it's a decent enough one, I guess. Yes. Okay. Ridiculous. I noticed that you're wearing a, uh, wearing a very high-collared cape. Do you want to maybe... Maybe take that off? The cape is for my own protection. No, I understand that, but I think it also might be affecting you in your head. I don't mm. know. It, it's, it smells very bad. How long have you been wearing it for? This mystic cape comes from the ancient tombs of my family burial ground. Okay, yeah. No, I th definitely think it's somewhat infecting your brain with stuff, um, like some sort of mold. Maybe maybe we take it off. Maybe we lie it off to the side and we... We we uh we bring you back to reality a little bit. I cannot put the cape down, Kevin. Okay, I'll, I'm then I'll I'll help you. I'll I'll untie it, and I'll ooh, it's really sticking to the, to your back right here. That's weird. That's a weird. Yes, I found it in a pool of blood. Okay, we're we're definitely gonna lay this aside and maybe burn it. You feeling good? Yeah, I'm fine. Okay, cool. Yeah. All right, <laughs> that was a close one. This is the second time that's happened. 
Well, it is a very nice cape. It is a very nice cape. Yeah. Oh, it's scurrying away. I'll find it later. Okay. <laughs> That's distressing. Uh, <laughs> it is spooked over. That's right. Uh, and you brought up D&D. Mm-hmm. This is our through way. This is our segue. This is our way into the topic for this episode. That's right, because it's a creature feature. And you know what's full of creatures, Kevin? D&D. D&D's full of creatures. And boy, have we got a creature for you. It's coming up right now after the break. Hey, you like hats? <laughs> That's and, it. And we're back. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yeah, we're not doing a spooked over monster, even though there's many of them. We decided to do something completely different. That's right. <laughs> Instead, we're going to delve into the monster manual of Dungeons and Dragons. For a classic monster. A classic monster that m- many people probably uh, heard of in the game. Maybe you've heard of outside of the game. It's simple name, simple creature. Yeah, like uh, City and Color, the band. Yeah. Dallas Green. Yeah. Purple Worm. Yeah. <laughs> City and Creature. Yeah. Hottest new band. It'd be Color and Creature. You're right. Yeah. I said City. Yeah. It's... I guess Purple could be a city. I'm going to tell you, it can't be a city. Yeah. Yeah. Creature. <laughs> color, it'd be color and Creature. Even though I think cre- they both sound the same. Yeah. Creature and Color sounds the exact same as it. Purple Worms. What are Purple Worms? Well, Kevin, they're purple. Yeah. And think... Dune. Okay. The movie and the books. Okay, hang on. Okay, I'm passing out. It's happening again. I'm going to lie down. Okay. Okay. Yeah. All right, I remember Dune. Okay, you remember Dune? You know the giant worms in Dune? I do. That's what a purple worm basically is. Yeah. Uh, Now, for the life of me, I thought worm in purple worm was spelled W-U-R-M. It's not. It's not. It's just worm. It's W O R M. It's just it's not even dragon adjacent. It's not W Y worm. Yeah, worm. No, no. It's just a purple worm. That's right. Uh, I looked up some information on the purple worm, and I thought I'd share with you some the research I did into this noble creature. Sure. Uh, and the first thing that I found out is kind of distressing. You know, maybe just to me in a weird way, because a purple worm is big. Yeah, it's huge. Well, not not in a way that you think it is. Okay. It is a distressing size in the fact that it's not truly massive. A no. purple worm is a five-foot diameter. Yeah. Now, don't get me wrong. That's big, especially as a diameter. Yeah. Like, I'm I'm taller than it, but obviously it's wider than me. Yeah. Um, But that size of a creature is so manageable in my head that makes it more distressing yeah <laughs> like oh that's nuts that's like a car that's like two doorways yeah that's two, that's two doorways double doors <laughs> it's a double door yeah it's a double door with a worm mouth on it now yeah. it is 80 feet long oh right that's yeah yeah it really does have the 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 body of an earthworm yeah Yes. Like, if it was bigger, I think I'll be more fine with it. I hate that it's five <laughs> feet. <laughs> I hate that if I stood next to it, I'd be a full foot and a bit higher than it. Yeah. Like, I, 
Not if you're lying down, though. If I'm lying down, it just sucks me right up. Like huh? A, That's like, what like a Hoover vacuum. Like a Hoover vacuum yeah. full of teeth. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, which, for some reason, Hoover did not want to buy from me. Weird. Yeah. <laughs> you pitch him an idea on the street by shouting at the Hoover Dam. Yeah, I designed a vacuum cleaner with teeth. <laughs> you want to buy it? You ever vacuuming something up and you're like, I wish this vacuum was eating it. And my vacuum does that. <laughs> like, this is J. Edgar Hoover Dam. Like, I don't get the difference. <laughs> no? You can, you can also use it to climb dams. <laughs> it's unrelated, though, to the vacuum purpose of it. Yeah, you just use the suction and the eating. <laughs> oh, and I, someday I'll get back to them and I'll eat that dam. <laughs> which I guess is my purpose. Um, Let's talk about some other stuff. Purple worms do because we got the size. Yeah. Um, specifically, purple worms burrow through pretty much anything. <laughs> yeah. Stone, check. Yeah. Metal, yeah. Yeah. So they'll eat anything organic, but they can burrow through just whatever's around them. Yeah. 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 Like you could probably stop them with a super hard metal. Yeah. But like, most of the time, they're just veins in the ground. It's just ore, and they can get through that. I think I almost think the idea is that the the reason why why a metal would stop them is mostly because like their their faces are just an open mouth of of teeth. teeth. Yeah, yeah. So when they hit like a smooth metal surface, there's no, they can they, nothing, can't, they not, can't get it. Yeah, they can't get at it. Yeah, they can't they can't grab it. Yeah, like they want to. They can't numb that. Can't they? Can't, they yeah. can't get at it. Uh, but anything else, <laughs> the the writing that I read that explained this is they're constantly eating and then just, as they explained it, constantly is excreting. Yeah. Like, ah, just shitting all the time. What they are is they're like a jet engine, Kevin, except it's ground instead of air. <laughs> and they're not as fast as the jet engine. But, yeah. <laughs> no, but faster than you hope they'd be. Yeah. 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 Faster than you think they'd be, too. I saw, I saw some um, uh, things that said that uh, if they when they eat some things, like obviously, they don't digest the uh, uh, the earth. Like, yeah. it'll, it'll all get like kind of mushed up into dirt, which is why they make tunnels behind them. Yeah. But if they're going through like crystal or minerals or anything valuable, <laughs> they'll just sort of pop out. You know how an owl pellet. You can, there can just be bones in it. Yeah. It's like that, but with diamonds. Oh, shit. Ooh. Oh, shit, indeed. <laughs> so you'll find these purple worms and take their poo. Hmm. Yeah. 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 Um, but the reason why we're doing them is because of their iconic ability. Yeah. And that is that they can swallow creatures. <laughs> they can swallow anything. Yes, but... Yeah. They have a swallow ability which you survive through well you yeah you survive through and then you're inside of them yeah well the the point i mean is that is that you can you can get out yeah you can get out you can get out maybe yeah you just gotta try harder yeah it's gotta just come on man push you just gotta hit it hard enough it vomits <laughs> he's actually the mechanics behind it he hit uh, hard yeah it you if you hit uh it if you do enough damage to it from the inside, yeah. it'll vomit you out. I know there's a few creatures in D&D that are like, you'll just eat you, and then if you hit the inside, be like, what the hell? 
It'll be like, oh, this was a bad idea. Come on, D&D guys, chew your food. <laughs> you don't have this problem if you yeah. just chew your food. Um, but the reason, other than the iconic thing, mm. that I brought it up is that I feel like this changes the world more than you think it would. <laughs> okay. Um, we described how purple worms navigate the earth. Yeah. And I'm... Um, I know usually we spend usually the first half explaining the the what the monster is. Yeah, but it's simple. This thing's pretty simple. We we knew what going into it. This it's a worm. Yeah, it's a big old worm. It's a big five foot in diameter worm that's yeah. eighty feet long that eats everything and can swallow people. Yeah. So let's get real deep into what this world <laughs> sort of stuff. This tiny change will will change in the world. Well, I think the important thing to remember is the tunnels. The tunnels, yes. The tunnels is big, and you might think, oh, well, if they're excreting the earth, then why would that change anything? Mm -hmm. But it says specifically tunnels, so that means that area is lost. It it mentions uh, that in D&D worlds, which have the Underdark, sometimes those those tunnels can be dug by purple worms, which rarely go back to where they were. So if you're just walking through, you know, a purple worm tunnel... Like, yeah, all right, this is fine. So the first thing that happens in this world is there is a subterranean set of caves that is connected basically to everything. Yeah, yeah. There, I'm, when I'm thinking of size, obviously we know the worms are five feet tall. But imagine if they're eating things, like, like it kind of gets sucked in around them. So I'm thinking, like, six foot tall tunnels. Maybe the worms are kind of doing a little bit of a side-to-side motion. I mean, yeah, You. the thing is, it's probably not going in a perfectly straight line. No, no windy and stuff. Um, the underground of the Earth mm-hmm. is not completely solid. It, no, it's not. It'll collapse in. It'll, it'll break. collapse in. It'll break. It'll do different things. So, like, you're not just having perfect six-foot-in-diameter tunnels everywhere. That's not how it works. Perfect, smooth. That's not how it works. Geometric, per- really perfect. Yeah, so... First of all, that happens. Um, because there are these tunnels that go everywhere, one, you can get anywhere by going in them, although yeah. I won't say it's safe. <laughs> well, well, it's unlikely that a worm will come back to that tunnel. Someone could just come in from the side. Yeah, and also, like, if there's subterranean stuff, there's things that live down there. Yeah, like other purple worms. Yeah. What The thing you have to know about the purple worms is they eat... Just everything. They yeah, are scavengers. Everything. They are predators. They yeah. just find something organic. And you're like, ah, chomp and put it through the body. Yeah. Yeah. They're real long. They got a lot of the, they got a lot of energy they got to put in there. Yeah. Also, do you think tree roots are their favorite thing? Probably. They probably find a forest and they're just like, nom, 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 <laughs> nom, nom. And just trees drop, drop, <laughs> drop. I have this image. I don't know if it's possible. But just like eating the roots of a tree and then just comes out of the ground, just going up the tree. But it's blind. He doesn't know what it's doing. No, I mean, that it, probably happens. It's like, I don't think I'm underground anymore, but they're not super smart. No, no they're not. They just do their thing. They just do their thing. So just chew up a tree, get stuck there. Yeah. Well, I mean, it'll fall back over <laughs> and then go in the ground. Yeah. And then sort of vibrate till it goes underground or yeah. something. Or yeah. it dies up there. And maybe. Yeah. <laughs> I've seen, I've seen tremors. I've seen them launch off the side of yeah, yeah, cliff. cliffs. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. That can happen. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> Then they go sploosh in the water, and they're not aquatic, so they die because they drowned. Are they not aquatic? Are they not? 
I, I thought one thing is about them. They're not like, jet skis, Kevin. I mean, they're not jet skis, but I thought one <laughs> something about them was that they just go everywhere. I mean, they do. And I would say that if, like, if the water isn't deeper than 80 feet, they probably get to the ground and just go again. Because obviously breathing, like, it never mentions anything about it, but how do we think they breathe? I mean, they probably just take in the do oxygen earth, while they're eating, right? Do earthworms breathe? Do earthworms breathe? Do earthworms breathe? I don't know. Hey, Siri. I don't know, Siri. <laughs> what am I talking about? <laughs> All right. I'm curious about this. Jeremy, I'm going to look up. Do earthworms breathe? Okay, you look up that, and I'm going to keep describing things that these worms are going to change. So, one, they're going to change forests. The, the most common search is do earthworms feel pain? A lot of people have thoughts on... Earthworms. Well, that's because there's that whole idea that if you cut an earthworm in half, it'll be two earthworms. Yeah, but I just assume that hurt it a lot. Yeah. I don't know if pain is useful for an earthworm, so maybe it doesn't. <laughs> useful. I mean, pain is useful to people, Kevin. It tells you what not to do. Yeah, they breathe through their skin, but only if it's kept moist. This warm skin is covered in mucus. It helps them absorb oxygen. They just absorb oxygen. I mean, I guess there's oxygen underground. I mean, there's elements underground. Yeah, there's elements so. underground. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. 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 Okay, so forest change. Yeah. Uh, there's subterranean tunnels everywhere. Absolutely. And also, the ground is unsteady. A sinkhole in our world, pretty rare. A sinkhole in this world? Nah, not that rare. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yeah, man. All that really takes is a purple one to just decide to go down. Just yeah, just choose that. <laughs> yeah, I mean, purple worms react to tremors. Yeah, so it's very likely that they'll spend a lot of time popping up to the surface. Yeah, uh, because they'll hear something up there, whatever it may be. Yeah, they'll feel a tremor and be like, "What's up there? It's probably edible." Yeah, usually, and what it is is that if they feel another purple worm go beneath them, that's when they dive, and that creates very dangerous sinkholes. Yeah. yeah, so the more uh, the more concentrated a purple worm population is, the more likely there are to be sinkholes. Yeah, or just, you know, fissures opening up in the ground. Because purple worms are solitary creatures. Yeah. They don't hunt in packs. They don't do anything like that. They lay eggs. They do birth from eggs. Mm-hmm. Um, and what they do is that they essentially stick eggs to walls with saliva. Mm-hmm. They're sticky saliva uh, out of, in like, hovels they've essentially carved out on the ground so yeah when they, when they want to lay the egg they just carve out a hovel stick some eggs to it yeah it mentions in the bestiary that they that like they just abandon their eggs <laughs> just like all right that's done with time to keep going yeah i mean can't stop won't stop yeah having. but the reason the eggs usually are able to hatch and they they um lay in bundles of like six yeah is because there's a almost a symbiotic relationship between creatures that will kind of protect the egg because things will, will like the eggs are valuable in some way. I think in D and D it's because it's probably some magic things. It's like purple yeah. worm egg. Yeah, yeah. So, do we think the eggs are still as valuable in this world? And there's going to be creatures that. Now, obviously, we don't have magical creatures, but like yeah. a bear. I don't know a bear. I mean. I think there's probably some value to the egg, even if it's just as food. Yeah. Um, but we know that people are going to be in the purple worm tunnels because there's valuables in there. Yeah, there's the there's 
the, the diamonds. Or the silver or whatever. Yeah, whatever minerals they have eaten have been left behind. Yeah. They do a lot of the mining for us. They do. Yeah, well, we just have to go crack open their uh, casings. Yeah, yeah. Um, here's something that I think is very interesting, Kevin. Oil, technically organic. Yeah, it is the... <laughs> Right? The long decomposed. But I don't think anything gets long decomposed. Well, no, because I mean. Because the purple worms are going around eating it. Well, I think what it would is because we know that they, uh, they grab, they absorb, or they, they eat, and then they just like pop it out. Yeah. But do you think that they do eat I think bones? they would. I think they would eat bones. Okay. But do you think that gets left behind in there? Probably like some calcium. Lots of limestone in this world. What I'm trying to figure out is that, does this mean that oil does not exist? Or does this mean that oil can only be, like, real crude oil can only be grabbed from, uh, once again, purple worm droppings? I think probably the only place you can get it from is underneath the ocean. Like, a purple worm could go underneath the ocean. That's true. Like... If they are what we think they are, the, the, once again, the the idea is that they don't go. Wait, deep. that's that's insane. If I don't think they can go under the ocean, that's too. F- I don't think they can go under the ocean because of two reasons. Well, yeah. One, that's too low on the crust, and it'll be too hot for them. Okay. And two, if we allow them to do that, Kevin, <laughs> they'll pop the cork in the ocean and it'll drain out. No, no, no. What? They'll go up and mm-hmm. pop the cork in the ocean. Yeah. Right, and then once their eighty foot long body disappears, <laughs> all the water is going down in that hole, which means all of the tunnels, <laughs> yeah, that they're that that tunnel is connected to, are going to slowly, well, not slowly, uh, slowly. they're we'll going explosively to explosively fill, explosively fill up with water, and then all the holes explode at once, yeah, which means we're going to get a shit ton of geysers, and we- the ocean level is going to drop. <laughs> well, it will readjust. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> you. Uh, what you would see is a constant readjustment of of continents. <laughs> yeah, that is as the oceans move. That is places. apocalyptic. We cannot let that happen. I, no, it's something you have to adapt to as a no, human species. It is apocalyptic. The six of them that remain. <laughs> yeah, I think you're right. Though it's too far down. Actually, what I was thinking, the problem there is once again, they are drawn to they're drawn to vibrations, and the further down they go, the less vibrations they have. Yeah. The biggest thing that will push them down is other purple worms. Yeah. Which I have to assume they would eat other purple worms. Oh, absolutely. Like, it's one of those bigger fish scenario. Which, I mean, I which does give us some, some variety or some, like, like, variety in how many purple worms are in areas. And I think also a, an idea <laughs> that <laughs> at least they're eating each other. Yeah. Well, I don't think they like it, but I do think they have as they eat someone, they or they eat a worm, like they bite a worm, and you know these things just tear right through it. They just tear the worm in half, and they're like, "Ooh, gross, gross. And they, nasty." And the other worm's dead. Yeah, <laughs> they get out of there. They get out. The thing is, it's dangerous for both worms. I yeah. feel like there'd be head-on collisions sometimes. <laughs> there would. Then the bigger worm just eats the smaller worm yeah. part way, but then they don't want to. They have a choice. Because at that point, the worm is inside them. Yeah. Do they finish? (laughs) (laughs) Or do they die? I think that's a stomach ache problem. I think they're just indigestion. (laughs) 
<laughs> I saw this image of just a worm inside of the worm. And the worm's like, do I go forward? Do I go back? What do I do here? <laughs> I feel like I the worm I, on the inside uh, wants to go forward because he'll bust out the end of the other worm. <laughs> and the worm that is the bigger worm is like, I don't want this worm further in me. <laughs> oh, 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 God, it tastes terrible. Bu- no, no, if that happened, actually, they would regurgitate because it would hurt too much. Yeah. Fair enough. Yeah. Uh, great. What a fun experience for both of them. I mean, sometimes that's what life is about, Kevin. A fun experience for both of you. <laughs> now, going away from worm docking. Uh, <laughs> I never thought we would, Kevin. <laughs> Be there forever. Yeah. Uh, going away somewhere, hopefully a lot, a, a lot better. Do we think that people in when we're in the phase that we can't like we talked about how they could how they could go into like they couldn't go through let's just like a solid metal yeah or anything solid not solid I mean they um, could go through tin foil flat flat I think is the best way of describing I, it I think flat and non pliable mm-hmm. yeah 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 okay yeah um. In early human civilization, like what is the what is the tactic <laughs> there? Avoidance. So just if if a if a worm somewhere in the area, and you know a worm somewhere in the area, which you'll usually figure out by sinkholes, mm-hmm. uh you you a put bunch s- of trees just like an extra six feet in the ground. Yeah, yeah. You you put some you know stakes down with tin cans on them because you already invented tin cans. It's like, <laughs> did you know, we? Did we invent it? It's cans? one of the first things we invented. No, it's not. Yeah, it was fire, and then I gotta put these beans in something now that I cooked them. <laughs> oh, well, this can I found. <laughs> yes, don't shake your head at me. Yeah, demonstrable. Uh, <laughs> they. They 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 figure out that there's that there's a worm in the area and they're like okay we don't we don't settle here we leave we go someplace else well I think it's hard to leave because I think that their territories have to be pretty big I mean they just sort of follow the vibrations yeah I think you, I think here's the thing you find that them around a lot of things that humans want yeah they're around rivers they're around rivers they're around woods yep they're by the coast um. Yeah, yeah, I guess the coast. Yeah. Um, Because I'm just thinking, like, the things that, without humans around, cause the most vibrations are animals yeah. and water yeah. <laughs> running over things. I guess there's some mountain stuff, like mudslides and avalanche and that sort of thing. Yeah, so in mountainous areas where, like, the worms themselves will will cause, as you said, avalanches, landslides, mm-hmm. which will draw more worms in. Yeah. Mountains seem like they'll be very dangerous. Yeah. Because a worm won't... Worm won't make a river be more like. <laughs> no, but it might eat out the bottom of a river and have the water go into the tunnel, and all of a sudden that river doesn't continue the, wi- the, yeah. the same way anymore, right? Yeah, the r- <laughs> rivers are constantly changing shapes, and yeah, the, the thing is, this changes one. I think the type of work that's safe for humans to do in early history. Yeah, uh, and two, uh, it makes water gathering so much more hard yeah we see a lot more i guess what you want is a lake lakes are, are pretty good 
nice a nice placid lake. Yeah. Um but I think a lot of the seafaring uh cultures, which well a lot of cultures seafaring, um find a lot of success because if you're eating like fish, that's pretty safe. Yeah. Pretty safe going out and fishing. You don't have yeah. to worry about that. Well, other than the regular dangers of the ocean. Other than the regular dangers of the ocean. And, <laughs> yes. And I, I want to stress the regular dangers of the ocean, Kevin, because there was a person in the Middle East who was the like king of a country who took a thousand ships to try and sail across the ocean and no one returned. Yeah. yeah you don't try to go across the ocean. What? Are you crazy? <laughs> Terrible. I'm just saying the water's still dangerous. It just doesn't have purple worms. Yes, it doesn't have the purple worms. But uh, when you when you go against the the idea that there's these creatures that are like terra not terraforming, that's making it better. Um, I mean, it's terraforming in a way. It's yeah. It's it's literally ground changing. They're landscaping. They're landscaping. They're professional (laughs) landscapers, rolling around being like, "This river's too loud. I want it elsewhere." Yeah, but I I think the thing is. Is that one? Nobody invents drums. Drums are a bad idea. <laughs> percussion's not as fun. You're per- right. Yeah, percussion's not as fun. Drums, bad idea. Mm. Like big dancing festivals, bad idea. <laughs> it's a bad idea. So if you have them on a boat, yeah, ocean, you, you could have a boat dancing festival. Yeah. yeah, that's fine. I mean, we'd see we'd see a lot of places see land as inherently dangerous. Yeah, boats safe, water. Well, Yes, yes, I understand it's all... There's no place safe in our world That's true. right now. That's true, yeah. <laughs> yeah. But if you had one one piece of existence that was being hounded by the tremor-chasing worms... You know what actually is the safest place? In a thunderstorm? No, on this world. What? It's islands. Yeah. Yeah, where the worm can't get to there yeah now once a worm is introduced to that island then you're, you're screwed. fucked you're, yeah. you're screwed yeah absolutely yeah wrecked. madagascar is doing great though yeah yeah so long as nobody brings a purple worm to madagascar yeah i'm looking at you jurassic park <laughs> but what if we do why <laughs> we brought worms to uh to australia why, why? because we're british <laughs> I wanted one as a pet. They're essential to the British ecosystem. <laughs> so yeah, there's some uh, like going all the way uh, like through uh, Philippines. The th- the thing is, I think Australia probably has. Purple it does. Worms. I think it's big yeah. enough that it probably yeah. does have purple worms. Yeah. Uh, in it somehow. Um, I don't know how. <laughs> I mean, there's that whole chain of. I mean, what, what here's what it has to be is that back when like. Pangea. Yeah. There are purple worms. There are purple worms. It's split. Yeah. So what it is is the bigger the landmass, the more likely it was that purple worms were on it. Yeah, and if you have a smaller place like Madagascar or, or New, New Zealand. Zealand. Yeah, or the, the or like the chain of islands. Yeah. Uh, the Philippines, any Polynesian places like Yeah. They're doing great. Yeah. They're doing great. I think this is a world where you like if we're talking about cultures that are able to like take root and progress, I think we're seeing a lot of island cultures yeah absolutely there here's the thing there is a 50 50 shot on britain because that is a smaller island but it's pretty close to mainland that yeah and the channel (laughs) isn't that deep yeah yeah i mean if they could do the channel through it yeah 
I think a worm. Yeah, could a worm. Do it. A worm. Could I go mean, it. that's why I say fifty percent because the worm. Because first you have to split, and no worms would have to be on it. Yeah, and then a worm would have to somehow get the vibrations. Yeah. to want to go underneath. Yeah. there and not pop up into the water. And by the way, we're not saying that when Pangea split, there couldn't have been a worm on that small landmass. Yeah, but it can't sustain itself. Yeah, it need, yeah, it needs to eat something. So you could still be seeing that. Yeah, but like, um, you know, uh, North and South America, that's probably not doing so. I mean, I say not doing so great. It has worms. It has purple it. worms. All of Europe and Asia, Africa. all of Africa, all have worm situations. Yep. Worm situation is what you call it. Yeah. And I, um, one last thing I want to get through for early history. No mm. blacksmithing. <laughs> Once again, you do it on the water. Yeah. Ooh, that's... No, you don't want a blacksmith on the water. You have to figure out something. You probably have those um, those oven forges where you put like the material in and then mold it. That That is an option. Yeah. Uh, or, mm. once again, do it on the water, but you have a way of doing it. Yeah, someone would have to invent that. I, I have I have known that, that people have found ways to forge on a boat. Yeah, like yeah, you, it just it just it's not super necessary, except in this world. <laughs> except in this world where you want to keep all that stuff off the coast. Yeah, when you said a worm could cross the channel, I had this image of just a worm bursting out of the ground at high speed like i didn't mean to do this i didn't mean to do this and it lands on the other side like free willy yeah except for like a reverse free willy except for he's going so far yeah. yeah um speaking of going far kevin i think it's time for us to go to commercial oh okay this week's episode of the third space is brought to you by like bike Hey, Kevin. Yeah. You want a snack? Uh, yeah, I'm pretty hungry. Sure, I got these like bikes. Uh, sorry, did you say like bike? Yeah. What is that? Well, do you like gears? Um, I, I, I do. Well, then we can have some like bikes. No, but what is, what is a like bike? You said gears. It's a snack. It is a snack. Yeah. Just want to be clear here. It's a snack. Yeah. You said gears. Yeah, it comes in all different colors. Colors? Yeah. Okay. You know, like, like like Mike and Ike. Oh, like a like a Mike and Ike. Yeah. Is it like a Mike and Ike? Well, you like jelly beans. I do like jelly beans. Is a like bike a jelly bean? It's a like bike. But what is a like bike? It's a snack, Kevin. Will I enjoy it? I think you will. All right, then give me a like bike. All right, they're pretty big. Oh, come on. <laughs> I had this image go through my head, which is... Did it? Like burrow through your brain, Kevin? Yeah, completely. Which is a thunderstorm. Okay, yeah. Lightning. Mm-hmm. Snapping. Yeah. Sending out you know, sound, vibrations. Yeah. yeah. And in the, in the midst of this heavy thunderstorm, its rain is pounding down, worms just going... Yeah, it's the dance of the purple worm. <laughs> they fly into the sky, go, going for oh, it. shit, and then fall back down. <laughs> yep. They're probably fine. Yeah, unless they're if, fine. Unless one gets a real, it wasn't there, 80 feet. I They might even get all the way out. They just shoot up and yep. then flop over and suck back into the ground. <laughs> <laughs> like, 
that would happen, right? If yeah. They're, if they're low and they hear so much vibration, mm-hmm. they're like, that must be something real big and real tasty. I got to get there fast. I got to get it. Now, <laughs> if you're lucky, there's only one purple worm in the area, which is there hopefully should be. You don't mm-hmm. want to live in an area with more than one purple worm. Usually they'll end up killing each other. Yeah. But you could for those have... couple months where they're full, like both <laughs> well, flying around, real dangerous. Well, once again, we they say clutches of six eggs. Yep. Which means at when those eggs hatch, you have six wormlings. Well, if it's a hundred percent viability. Yes. Yeah. I know. Yeah. I'm just saying you have between one and six worms. You've between zero and six worms. Wormlings. Yes. Then they grow and become worms. But for that time, you could have up to six yeah. in that area, and then a thunderstorm happens, and it's the fabled dance of the worms. Yeah, a majestic <laughs> dance of the worms. Yeah. Yep. Wait, was that thunder or a purple worm? <laughs> uh, there is a um, D&D creature kind of related to a uh, purple worm, which is called like a thunder galloper or something like that, which is just a worm that... Yeah. It kind of sounds like thunder when it comes at you. Yeah. Yeah. Um, speaking more about what life would be like for the people. Yeah. Um, because the restrictions on construction and really early technology. Yeah. Um, one, island people are probably more advanced. Yeah, absolutely. Two, almost everybody's on the coast. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm, I'm imagining that once... Uh, you do start to uh, stabilize or settle down. and, and uh, Once agriculture is invented. Yeah. 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 Um, I feel like what you probably do is you have your farms somewhere else from your city. You have them yeah. very far from your city. Yeah. Um, but I think that people themselves are probably living like, I think, I think we're getting a lot of stilt type. That makes sense. Yeah, to do, avoid stuff hitting the ground directly. Yeah, well, I, I mean off the coast, even. Yeah, yeah. You, that's right for flooding. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it's just that... Take away from, like, logically, just think of, like, societal or belief systems. Yeah. Growing up being that <laughs> Earth is dangerous. Mm-hmm. Now, you'll, ha- you'll reach this interesting point before a lot of, con- like, inter... Uh, culture contact where the islands don't know what a purple worm is. <laughs> nope, no idea. Now they're progressing. They're like they're they're getting ahead in life. Well, they're... The, the thing about the islands, though, is a lot of a lot of island people came from a larger like landmass. They migrated there, right? Yeah. Um, so they might have bananas myths <laughs> about the earth. Yeah, but like it'll be myth to them. But I, I just mean, like, if you're an, an indigenous people of New Zealand, yeah, and you, like, yeah, you you fish in all the waters and do that, but you like, you like, never, you don't go over to Australia. You don't like. No, that's the bad place. It's the bad place. Yeah. Well, I'm more, be, more <laughs> mean, it's entirely possible that you would have a first interaction with the worm. Yeah. Um, and as uh, the people on these smaller islands, uh, leap forward in technological pro- progression, as you said, forging. Which is a big part of uh, human evolution, yeah, would be a whole lot more difficult for anybody who lives in a place of purple worms, yeah. Which means we're literally seeing uh, any sort of cultures that 
that flourish on these islands that don't have worms on them are miles ahead of everybody yeah. else. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> and they can actually build settlements. They can build settlements. They can build their you know shipyards. They can do all this stuff. Yeah, they, co- they come on, like, the people in New Zealand come to Australia, and they're like, hey, how come everything's a single story and just made of scaffolding? <laughs> get off the ground. Get off the ground. <laughs> <laughs> it's worm season. Yeah. Now, you don't take care of the scaffolding because if a worm just, like, knocks it, your entire house goes down. I mean, yes, but you could build scaffolding so that, like, if you lose one leg, you're fine. Yes, you want to. <laughs> right? Um, I think the other thing that changes human development a lot is herd animals don't really exist. <laughs> no. No, I mean... That behavior would get eaten out pretty fast yeah you would not have herds of buffalo roaming the brain the no. plains because they <laughs> i guess you could have herd animals they would just be small herd animals well here's the, i think it would be either this it'd be either small herd animals or way big yeah like the the idea being that they are animals that have such a quick reproduction yeah right but they make like <laughs> i'm just picturing Hordes of rabbits. Yeah, I think rabbits. Just going. Yeah. Because then if a worm comes off and just like shears off a chunk of them. Who cares? The worm goes on its way. Yeah. The rest of the rabbits are still around. Yeah, yeah. 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 No, definitely. I guess gigantic small herds. Small animal (laughs) herds. Yeah. Or anything faster than a worm. That's true. Yeah. Because as we said, the the, the nice thing the worms have is kind of surprise, but you animals... The good animals will be able to be like, the ground under me is shaking. Yeah. All, every every animal is going to be more sensitive to vibration. Well, I mean, the one... Yes, Except because... for the ones on islands. <laughs> yes, it's true. You do have some... This animal has never has never come in contact with a, with a purple worm before. Yeah. And it's be, it will be eaten up upon... On arrival. This animal just panics when the earth shakes. Uh. <laughs> okay, I wanted to look this up to figure it out. Because the nice thing once again about doing um, D&D is that they have stats. Yeah, the information they, is readily available. Yeah. Um, they, so they're no, noteworthy. They're faster on the surface than they are underground. Yeah. Which I think means we they actually might hunt by bursting out and then chasing on the surface yeah they might which is horrifying they're going for the surprise and then they're in for the chase well because there's their speed underground is only 30 feet that is a human that's like that's like running yeah yeah 30 feet is the speed of a person in this game i mean like that is a that is that's like kind of walking speed of a per well it's like think of it like you're running but you're not going all out yeah, because there's the dash action. Yeah. And, yeah, things like that. Uh, though their speed, not burrowing, is 50 feet. Yeah. So they're, so I mean, it makes sense. You're slower because you got to like chew. Yeah, you're, mu- you're munching. You chew as you go, but then you get up on surface and you just take off. Yeah. Yeah. Just going. Um, I always wonder this. It has, so it has blind sight 30 feet. Yeah. And it has tremor sense sixty feet, yeah, which is not a very far for a thing to be like. It is blind outside that, yeah. That's all it has. So, which means a worm or something else. That's probably why they spend so much time at the surface. Yeah, yeah. What happens if that if they follow a worm down? 
I mean, they got an orientation, right? Yeah, yeah. They'll, not, they'll be able to figure out gravity. They understand gravity. They're just like, oh, this is probably where the where the things are. Yeah. And the ones that don't get weeded out. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. 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 Oh, it's slower through through solid rock. Yeah, but it can get through solid rock. It leaves a ten foot diameter tunnel in its wake. Yeah. Even though it's five feet wide, I guess you kind of got to take it like a little bit of a yeah. You got to work at it a little <laughs> bit. Got a spin. <laughs> got a stinger? <laughs> Does it have a stinger? Why does it need a stinger? In case it comes across a bigger worm, I guess, maybe? <laughs> you see the tail. Yeah. Um, Here's my question, Kevin. Yeah? Do people start living in the tunnels? Um, Yeah, I would say that, like, in, in the lore of D&D, the reason why... Uh, drown any sort of underdark creature feels comfortable in those tunnels is because the worm very rarely turns back on its own tunnel. Yeah. It's been there before. It's a tunnel. Yeah. Now, that is but very it's, it's dangerous. No, it's no more dangerous down there in terms of purple worm danger than it is on top, is it? I would... here. Here's why I would say, yes, it is more dangerous down there. Okay. When I'm on the, when I'm on the surface, if I'm just hanging out there in yeah. the prairies... I only have to worry about a worm coming from the ground. Yeah. I, I guess, yeah, you don't have to worry about the worm dropping in from the sky. Yeah, I'm not, I'm not sitting there yeah. just being like, what a beautiful day in the prairies. What's that shadow in the sky? <laughs> like, unless it was the dance of the worms. Yeah. In which case, it's a thunderstorm. What are you doing outside? Put away your umbrella. Yeah, go. <laughs> Pull your umbrella aside and just a worm comes down. Yeah. Yeah. Gotta be careful about those them sky worms <laughs> launching out of there. I mean, the the people who are going to have the most trouble are any people who live in um, deserts. Yeah, and I specifically mean like sand deserts. Yeah. I, don't, I don't mean like technically Tundra is a desert. I know, uh, but anywhere it's like very loose soil. Yeah, because I at that point you're not outrunning a no. <laughs> a you're, worm. you're not outrunning a worm. We've seen Dune. Hang on, passing out again. <laughs> All right, I thought of Dune again. Okay. All right. Um, so, Kevin, we're reaching the end. Yeah. I'm going to say some things about this world, <laughs> and you tell me if you think, yeah, that, that tracks. Cool. All right. One, there's not really any large metropolises unless it's on an island. Mm, yeah, we get you get like, oh, wait, yeah, you, you do get islands, but I think also we'll learn artificial islands. Yeah. Like, artificial islands are kind of a thing now. Yeah. Um, they are a lot more useful yeah. In this world. And then, yeah, metropolises. Two, seafaring is a way bigger thing. Yeah, I mean, it was, it was, like, it was huge back yeah. back in the days. The but days it, it's got to be bigger, right? Yeah, somehow it is bigger. Somehow yeah. it's even bigger than it was. Uh, two, I don't know if we have an industrialization. I, here, I think we will see a version of it um, from, like, Island nations, like from uh, any of the Poly- like, we, I think we would see a world that has a, v- a whole lot more Polynesian influences yeah. than anything else. Yeah. Because of... Well, I'm, I'm just thinking, like, the places that you get coal from, which started really industrialized. That is true. Right? Well, well, we didn't even... Well, we didn't even end up going into it too much. But I think... I don't think there's oil. No. No. I think... I think essentially... Even if there was oil, it's too dangerous to get out of the ground. Yeah. I think what you would probably see there um, is that 
people would have to immediately go to renewable. Like we'd see water power, hydro, yeah, wind, hydro, wind, solar someday. Yeah. But you would not have that in-between step where we're able to just chunk up coal yeah. and oil. Yeah. Because there'd be a there there'd be a lot of devices that were like labor powered. Yeah. Uh yeah. we wouldn't be seeing plastic. Nope. Nope. <laughs> The world, I guess the, the world, world would be a, the world would be healthier. The world is forced to be more e- ecologically sound. Yeah, because it yeah. will kill you if not. <laughs> yeah, that's what the that's what the world needs. Needs some worms. Just need some purple worms. Get on it, scientists. <laughs> when will when will the when will those uh, ecologically destructive companies learn? They'll make <laughs> the worms come. <laughs> when the worms awaken, then you'll be then you'll be upset. I think also. This this kind of makes intercontinental travel, like across land masses, way different. Is you you people already would have rather took in a ship, yeah. But like you don't travel to the middle of the continent unless you're maybe on a river. Yeah, like the problem is any long travel was horses and domesticating horses is not a thing we really want to do. No, stay with domesticating dolphins. <laughs> I mean. Maybe? No, we domesticate the dolphins so they can pull our ships. I mean, I definitely think there'd be more aquatic pets. <laughs> I, yeah. I mean, if if we could somehow turn wolves into doggies, <laughs> I'd say we could turn a shark into something. <laughs> yeah, we could turn a turtle into, like, uh, something or something or other. <laughs> yeah. You have a, a tortoise that you sit on the back of and it swims you around. <laughs> That's different concept than i was thinking like master roshi from dragon ball just like master roshi from dragon ball yeah, that's right that house would be eaten in one gulp by a purple worm <laughs> yeah but w- the purple worm wouldn't be able to get can't to get it. to it can't get it's to a it. tiny island yeah tiny island doing fine fine um, on its own the I, one the one exception to technology i think is flight and i'm not i'm not saying flight is in the way that we've built planes and helicopters now because that's way too much vibration but i think gliders become a thing yeah i mean the the issue you always run into is just the materials we use are going to be different in this world but i mean you can make a plane entirely out of wood yeah so you can make a plane entirely out of wood and the thing is is that rare metals Mm -hmm. are actually easier to get they're just dangerous because you've got to go in a tunnel (laughs) that is true right but i but there is a sense of safety in once again a tunnel has been pre-dug. Yeah, like the worm's got other things to deal with, and also you don't got to stay in there for a long time. No, you, like anything the worm didn't digest is probably valuable. Yeah, just take it and go. Yeah, you you find their big droppings, then you like break them open. Yeah, grab everything you can. Like get a, out of there, like a shitty pinata. Like, <laughs> <laughs> yep. Yep, like that. <laughs> yep. Exactly like that. Yeah. <laughs> uh, do you have more stuff you just want to throw out? No, those are the things that sort of popped into my head. Like, I think it's a little less technologically advanced because islands have less resources than large land masses, well, generally. You have, you have to be careful that it, that we, like, these islands don't reach the, uh, what happened on, like, Easter Island. Yeah. Which is where they cut down all the trees. Yeah. And then there's something they keep, like erosion from happening yeah so all the dirt slid down yeah <laughs> which is why all those statues are buried yeah yeah uh 
you would see a different kind of ecological disasters going on. No, definitely. Yeah. Definitely. Which which I think would mot- motivate some of these people to be like, all right, well, we've got to go to different islands now. Yeah. Uh, humans are destructive. Is the I mean, we're destructive or reconstructive. We do a lot of things yeah. like that. Uh, but we won't be searching for oil. We won't be making plastic. We won't be... I mean, I think I'm... plastic might still become a thing because you can make plastic out of, like, seaweed and stuff, too. Yeah. But... Yeah. Yeah, I'm, I'm just trying to think of, like, what we... I mean, people are probably... What's that fish? They're vescatarians? But, yeah, people who eat fish? Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. But there's there's probably a lot less red meat eating. You yes. could still have chickens. Yeah, you could still have birds. Yeah, I mean I played the video game Raft, and you can you can put a you can put a, a cow on a boat. <laughs> <laughs> but is it useful to? Is the question, Kevin? That is that is the question. Is it where does that cow's poop go? Like we're not the things we're not going to see ranching in that way. No. Uh, <laughs> Fish farms, yes. Yep, yep. A lot of a lot of fish based stuff. Fish farms, seaweed farms, which, a lot of shellfish. Which once again is a problem in its own because of overfishing. Well, and I if, think I think it just I think there's less people. Yeah, I I do. I think that, like because a lot of people get eaten by worms. Also, there's just less viable space. Yeah. Yeah. And like I know it's a foreign concept to modern like people. Yeah. But like scarcity reared its head every like 20 years basically if you had too many people in an area people will starve to death yeah 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 that would happen yeah i mean the reason that you had such high birthdays for a while is just being like well most of them will die yeah yeah <laughs> everybody had six kids because you're lucky if two of them survived just blame the odds yeah and I mean, the, some of them will just go, you know, running off, stopping their feet, and then a worm will, yeah, fly down from the sky. <laughs> it was a thunderstorm. Never or... expect them from above. Jackie went out during the thunderstorm. Never came back. <laughs> you never expect them to come just down. Just saw there. a ten foot hole. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um. But here's the thing, Kevin. I think electronics still happen. Well, all the things we need to do for it, like all still can be made yeah as we said the big thing is that power generation will come from different means but you can still you can still get metals yeah still get all those things yeah um yeah we've got some problems with petroleum stuff because you basically you cannot mine mm-hmm. but you don't need but, but to the, mine the worms kind of mine for us they kind of mine for you you just yeah. need to go get it yeah so like you can be like okay We've got this here, and now we've got to hope that another worm comes through this area so we can go and get more of the silver that's in this mountain. Yeah. Can Now, I think this would be a... Since we're talking about D&D, mm-hmm. I think this would be a good way to wrap up. Can people kill these things? Oh, yeah. Like... I mean, it's hard. Yeah, I think they're challenge rating, like, 15. It's hard to kill them. Yeah, like, they're... Like, you... you to put it in modern perspective, Kevin, you'd probably need a cannon. Or like a missile. I mean, I've watched Tremors. You use a punt gun. No, I don't think that would work. I <laughs> you ever seen I, a punt gun? I've seen a punt gun, but I think purple worms are too big for the punt gun to work. <laughs> yeah. That's got like a that's got like a hard shell. Yeah, yeah. I don't think anyone's gonna kill a purple worm for a long time, but you will find them dead. You absolutely will find them dead, and I also think that when volcanoes erupt, Kevin, purple worms die <laughs> because they go for it. Yep. 
Once again, they are just eating machines. Yeah. If they feel a tremor, They'll, they go for they it. They go for it. Which means that once we do figure out how to kill them, yeah. like luring them's not the hardest thing. No. No. You can figure out how they work but, pretty easy. But the problem with anything that's instinctual like that is they're hard to predict. Yeah. Uh, unless if you, I guess, really get good at making tremors. <laughs> yeah. 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 Well, uh, if you like making tremors, making waves, making shocks in the ground, please leave us a rating review wherever you listen to our podcast. We appreciate each and every one we get. Yeah. Uh, you can also hit us up on social media. Talk to us about worms, big ones, small ones. Ones that breathe through their skin. Yeah. <laughs> yeah you can do that. I'm at Strawman K. Weir. I'm at Mighty Fuse, and you can get us together at Third Space Cast. You can also send us an email, thirdspacepodcast at gmail.com. And check out our website, thirdspacepodcast.com. And you can catch my books of fantasy, much like D&D. And flight. See how that's all connected. Yeah. Yeah, you can get them at my website, kevinwardbooks.com. You can catch Endless Hunger. All Gods Fall. Some of the, actually, I've got some short story collections up there. Not not all my short stories, but I mean anthologies, and they're for sale. So yeah, yeah, check it out. Check it out. And our theme song is Balrog Boogie by the Diablo Swing Orchestra. Join us next week on the Third Space, where Kevin and I are cogs that mesh together. I I don't get it. Until then, you are a cool person who lives in a cool place. <laughs> <laughs>